0: hear me okay yeah cool let's get into it so on today's episode of playing the wrong game we have a longtime friend edgar diaz and we're joined again by savannah hello savannah say hi hi
1: everybody
0: uh edgar you want to tell us a little bit about yourself dude no (laughs)
2: I'll,
0: i'll give the introduction so When Edgar put the pipe down in 99, that's when he really got
3: into like, you know, doing great thing. I was (laughs) was born in 94. (laughs) You know, he's always done this to me. Really? Yeah. My, oh my God. My first, (laughs) uh, my most, well, the thing I can remember the most is one time we went to Alex's party, Mm -hmm. his birthday party. I think it was like a second one. Mm -hmm. And there was this chick, I forget her name, but anyways, she was very gullible. Mm-hmm. And basically, this dude told them like, "Hey, yeah, his name's Chorizo. He just got out of juvie." <gasps> she believed oh, it, and god. she's like, "Oh, were you in juvie before?" And I was just thinking to myself, oh, "What a dumbass!" Uh, you know, arson. <laughs> you
1: actually played along with it. Oh my god! Might
3: as well, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I can keep a straight face. Oh yeah. When I want to or need to, and so yeah, I just told her I'm like, "Yeah, this is my cousin Chorizo. He just he got out of juvie, and you know, he's." gonna be hanging out with us was at a party and <laughs> she was very global but crystal was also
1: she seems like a really sweet girl no to, like, she not was concerned at all she, nice. she, like, she very no. much
0: was
3: um which <laughs> yeah. that went sideways she actually gave me a ride to she actually gave me a ride somewhere her her mom basically but she offered for me when was this one of alex's parties really because i could well, my mom didn't know where alex lived and i oh. had no sense of direction and we had back in the day we did not have google maps or anything
0: like yeah that. of course so that's crazy she, to think that that was during a time when we didn't have Google maps or Uber
3: or anything like well, that. We, we, we probably did. We just didn't have that luxury because smartphones were so expensive. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: That's true. Yeah.
3: Uh, and uh, I thought it was really nice. I got dropped off at Southwestern college. <laughs> no one ever dropped me off in my house. Someone always dropped me off somewhere. I can remember dropping you off after prom. Oh, he dropped me off in uh, the intersection. You know where that church is <laughs> on H street and, um, uh I forget. It's like Ranchelette Ray. What's that church called? Yeah, it's on H oh, and isn't it like
0: um, a
1: middle school or something like that? No.
0: No, no, no. No, no, no. It's it's like it's by it's basically right by the YMCA. Mm-hmm.
1: A church by the YMCA.
0: Yeah, on H Street. The it's a giant cross. D- yeah. Oh, okay. You know where the YMCA is? Yeah. On H so yeah, yeah. yeah right I didn't there. There's a church there. So it's at like 130 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I gotta get home. And he's like, all right. And he basically just like, I'm at a stoplight. He just bails and like dips, just runs into Damn. the night. Like, he just I like mean, Highlighter. Like like <laughs> <All> <later. laughs> yeah, exactly. No, this guy always found his way home, though, man. He's like a.
3: I like walking at night. Oh, like, yeah. I loved walking at 1 a.m. Like the cool thing about like H Street and Bonita is that everything's like um, they have a lot of vegetation, a lot of trees. <laughs> and at night with the. Um, with, I guess, the breeze or the cold air or whatever, it, like the nice smell of trees came up or something. That's like. true. It
0: does get very, like, fresh. It's yeah. like, it gets cold, but it's also like kind of that crispy air that's nice
3: mm-hmm. to breathe, you know. Just have a nice walk. Listen to some music. That, yeah. That's what I liked doing when I was a yeah. kid. Listen to whatever I had on my iPod and then just walk around. Hopefully I didn't nice. get attacked. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, it must be nice. I could never as a woman. Uh, I okay. mean, but
3: the, honestly, like, yeah,
0: we were walking around in areas where nobody was getting attacked. Yeah. You yeah. know, like. One,
1: th-
3: that same night though, a cop shined his light at me. And I was like, yeah, I was so tired. I was like, yes, dude, he's going to give me a ride home.
1: Damn. Just
3: shined his light and kept going his way. I was like, that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm underage, dude. Come on. Damn. Take me home. Give me a break. Give <laughs> me a break, homie.
0: But, uh, so actually getting into it, we're joined today by Savannah, returning co-host, and Edgar Diaz, longtime friend, future co-host, future co-host
3: potentially. That would actually be great, man. You if you, you really could, yeah, that would that would be awesome. Twenty five an hour, every year increase, um, plus royalties, and I about, get to put out my own music. Yes, on commission though. So if you make it, you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we can have our lawyer talk to your lawyer.
0: Exactly. Yeah, we'll have our people talk to you. Wait, hold <laughs> up. <laughs> but I don't have my people. So. <laughs> Getting into Edgar. I've known Edgar for a long time. I met Edgar when we were probably 13, 14. Seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. So, so around 13, let's call it 13 years old, 27 now. So 14 years, man. Damn. Yeah.
3: That's you're about to time. be 28. Why, why do you guys say that?
0: Because you're looking old now.
3: Why did you guys say
0: that? Because <laughs> <laughs> they can't see you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, today we'll get into kind of, uh, and coming up together, we can really contrast the different roads we took and things we've pursued and hobbies we had, but Edgar, yeah, if you want to get into a little bit about what were what were you doing in high school, what, what did life look like for you in high school? What was your first job like?
3: Uh, my first job was after high school. I, uh, I became a food runner that I got by myself. No one got me that job. <laughs> Hey, man, tell the story how you want. (laughs) No, Nelson got me a job at a restaurant he used to work at.
1: (laughs) I was like, oh, that's cool. Nice. Congratulations.
3: (laughs) No, um, I was a food runner at a restaurant. It was was pretty sick. We were making, I was working just the weekends and then making tips. And I thought I was making a lot of money, especially for 18, like hourly plus like 100 bucks a weekend. Mm -hmm. Like I never seen money like that. Before, because before that I worked with my dad, and I just helped him out, and he just gave me whatever he wanted, <laughs> which was like, yeah, you know what, like exploitation. For definitely exploitation. <laughs> oh yeah, it was one hundred percent
0: exploitation. <laughs> yeah. Especially considering sometimes he would just be like, "Hey, I got this
3: job, like you go take care of it." <laughs> what
1: kind of work did your dad do?
3: Uh, he he still do. does. He's um he basically. He's his own boss. He goes to different companies and just does janitorial work and it's easy work and it's a lot of money. In it. Yeah. Actually yeah. delete this. I don't want people catching on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, actually that that's a good, I didn't even think about that, man, before the whole, um, you know, diner thing took off that we both got into. You were working before that you were working well before that.
3: Just the weekends. I mean, I had, I wouldn't really call it work. Cause all I did was take out trash, vacuum, replace trash bags and that's about it every now and then i socialize with someone which i hated i don't like socializing with older people especially then man especially then yeah dude you're like young and someone tells you oh you're gonna take over your dad's business like uh nah dude i'm just helping him out yeah <laughs> yeah which i honestly liked uh, i like going out to help him out We got to hang out a little bit just like and whatever dude like he lived with us so it's just like that money's going straight back to us it's just like and I didn't do it that often. And I still got some money out of it. And pretty much I had, I had a lot of freedom as a young kid, to be honest. Yeah. Sweet.
1: Do you think you got a lot of freedom because you were actually out there, like willing to help and stuff like that? He was like, oh, he has a pretty good, you know, head on his shoulders. He should be all right. Or like, why it, do you think they kind of gave you that freedom?
3: Uh, Mostly because I had a good head on my shoulders, pretty much. I don't think it's because I helped out and stuff like that. It's just like, I doesn't get himself into any, any trouble. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was the type of person that wants you to get in trouble so you can experience life.
1: <laughs> like living vicariously through you
3: oh maybe i don't know dude uh the first time i learned how to drive he was wasted and then he's like all right we're gonna go to El Cajon." i drove all the way to Ocajon on a busy freeway day i was just like dude what the hell i was like freaking out. And at one point when I'm getting a freeway exit, he covers my eyes. I was like, oh, this is what I used to do, do to our bus driver back in Mexico. And I'm like,
1: dude, what are you doing? Get off of me.
3: <laughs> that was my first driving experience. Oh my Jesus God. Christ.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. He's like, you're going to learn today, son.
3: It was horrible. But
0: you know what? I mean, that I can remember and correct me if I'm wrong, but that was... That was a lot of your learning experiences, man. We're just learning the hard way, man. Like everything you did, you learned the hard damn way. I mean I felt like you just didn't have a choice, man. A lot of times you you just that was just the way it was. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm my bad to interrupt. I'm not even saying that it was always a bad experience. Cause it it wasn't necessarily like I think we can look back at that now and be like, damn, dude, that's maybe not how every kid learns how to drive <laughs> or like do other things. Now in the moment, did it feel crazy? I mean, probably not as crazy as it is thinking about it now, but yeah, man, you you got put through the wringer.
3: Yeah, I mean, other people probably had it worse. Yeah, for
0: sure. Which is why I don't understand, you know, why you feel so sorry for yourself. What? (laughs)
2: no
0: man yeah but i mean that that is crazy to think about but yeah so getting back on track with it you you know you were helping your dad with the carpet cleaning business and i mean it's it's more than carpet cleaning it's commercial janitorial
3: services yeah pretty much i mean that's the fancy way to say dude you show up to a house carpet cleaning you know um you want to be you want to have comeback customers to you so you got to be nice to them you know like anywhere like I work at a hotel. Everything's just people just be pleasant, be nice, do the job, right. Be honest. And that's how we did it. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to get back to the hotel thing, but going back to the, to the whole diner
0: thing after the diner, where'd you go from there?
3: Well, when I was working at the diner, I became a server for a couple months. And after that, I went to work at the hotel Dell as a server uh, on the beach. And that was fun. Yeah. That was really fun, dude. It was a fun summer, dude. I made a lot of money. Uh, you know, for my age, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I literally bought my first car just working a whole summer there, nice. just off of tips, and then I still had a little bit more left over. Damn. Mm-hmm.
1: So you got the the fuzzy dice, right? For the huh? first car, with that little, with that little bit of extra money, you bought the fuzzy dice for that first car.
3: I oh, what about a CD, <laughs> <laughs> just one, just, just one, because <laughs> I didn't have an, I didn't have an iPhone, so it's just like, oh, dude, I got to put, I got to put a CD yeah. in in the radio I had. Mm-hmm. I can remember that in my truck too. I had the the cassette thing with the aux
0: at the end. Oh my god! Which, yeah, was my now car. thinking about it, that's funny because that was like trying to turn old technology into new, but now that's trying to turn old technology into old. Yeah. Like no one even uses an aux anymore. You can't even. Find, I mean, iPhones they don't have the the jacks on them. Most androids
3: don't. No, they don't. No, I, f- dude. No.
1: I remember for my first car. Um, I also had like the little cassette tape. So I had the the aux thing, and then at some point it just like took a shit on me. So it it stopped working. So then I ended up going and buying like a tiny little like portable speaker. It was maybe like. 50, 60 bucks from like Best Buy. And it was like a little tiny like cube. And then I used that as my speaker, but it like, it was not loud at all. So my friends were like, turn it up Savannah. And I'm like, it's as loud as it goes. <laughs> and so I was like, somebody has to hold it. So like held it in the middle. And then that's how you would listen to music in my first car. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that, shit, that was funny though, honestly.
3: That scene uh, from the Punisher movie with John Travolta, where uh, the Punisher makes him like hold the bomb, Oh <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and he's
0: freaking out. He's <laughs> that's
3: leaves. basically what she just said. Hold it up. That is. That is. That's probably what it felt like too in that moment. A lot but, of people with the upstairs in your car do that though, and yeah, I've bl- seen it. And Bluetooth speakers now are like way gnarlier too. Oh yeah, gnarlier sure, now. You and cheaper.
0: can you can do it now. That's not even an issue. But like, there was a time when it's like, dude, if you're gonna like roll around with the boombox, like, you know, that's not really a viable option. But so at the time when you were working at the diner, were you going to school?
3: Uh, yeah, 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 I was, uh, I was just going to, Dude, I only went to school cause my mom and dad told me to go to school. Yeah, for sure. It, it was just like, Oh, okay. I guess I'll go to school. So I was just taking classes that were fun. I took Italian for like three semesters and then I took a few math classes. Cause that's all I knew. I'm like, Oh yeah, whatever. I'll take some math, whatever. Yeah.
0: The Italian was like, this is what I want to do. The math is like, I probably should do this if I'm going to be here. basically, dude,
3: I shouldn't waste my time in
0: college. Yeah, it's like, I know I'm going to have to take these for anything, so I guess.
3: Honestly, though, math is easier because there's a system and there's a right way to do it, as opposed to, like, going to English. It's just like. Yeah, I know what you mean. You got to learn style. You got
0: to learn. It's too abstract and it's too easy to screw up. Whereas, like, with math, like, there's one right way to do it. So it's like, well what's the rules to this? And then it's like, just uh, learn the rules. Yeah, like, exactly. Practicing. It's like, you either understand or you don't like, there's no creativity involved, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, no, I can relate to that. Yeah. There was, I mean, and that, and people say they're like, well, math is hard. And it's like, well, it's not easy, but once you get it, you get it. Just you to like, down in not, practice. Yeah. <laughs> but so, okay. Like at a certain point in time, start working at the Dell. Um, you stop going
3: to school for a while. Yeah, I was I I was like it was one of those uh things where like oh I'm going to take a semester off, you know. Everybody everybody does it. Yeah. <laughs> well, not everybody, you know. Everybody yeah. that procrastinates does it.
0: But you know what, it made sense though because I can remember when I was going to school, especially at Southwestern, there was a there was a very clear time when I was going to school not really wanting to do what I was doing or like not even really knowing what I was doing there, and then when I was like okay, I've made a decision as to what I want to do. These are the classes I need to take for it. I'll just start doing that now. You know, the difference was like, I kept going to school in between, whereas you stopped. So you just saved that money. Yep. I just spent that money, but it didn't actually help me. Cause I hadn't to that point decided what I wanted to do yet. You
3: know? Yeah. I guess to each his own. I just didn't want to go anymore. I just, yeah. Got, I just sure. started working full time. Yeah. Started hanging out with my friends. Just working full time, saving up money. Honestly, I save up money, but I don't freaking spend it on anything. I still have the same car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I spend it on a new paint job. Oh, you, you got a new paint job? Nah, it's the same one. Oh, okay. <laughs> same paint. <laughs> what do you mean? I got rear ended like two years ago, so they had to repaint the whole car. Oh, damn. Did you get it done, TJ? Yeah yeah, yeah Hell yeah it. Way cheaper <laughs> Yeah dude 400 bucks I got on the insurance claim dude, I got 400 like 400 bucks Yeah Oh shit On the insurance claim I got 1400 I kept a G dude Nice <laughs> man Yeah
1: Ready yeah. to funds man
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay and hookers <laughs> 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 You
1: spent that G over in Hong Kong huh You
3: are already there in TJ Might as well Nice Went
0: to body shop <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah. Hey delete that Delete that, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Um Silk <so>, movement <laughs> His girl will get mad. Hey, <laughs> moving past that. Hey, you can omit that, right? <laughs> it is what it is at this point. Oh, God. Um. So you. Yeah. You're at. You end up at the Hotel Dell, You work for a summer, and then stay there for like three years. Damn, you were there for three
3: years. I think so. It was either three or two. Um. Because after the summer, they didn't need any more servers on the um, on the beach because right. I mean, summer's pretty much over. Nobody's sitting out in the beach after summer, basically. Yeah. So, um, my manager, my the uh, food and beverage manager there I asked her, yo, do you have any permanent positions? She's like in our department? No, but recreation needs um, people. And uh, I could get you an interview if you want. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. I wasn't too stoked on it because I was in like, my whole idea of recreation was like, dude, I'm going to be up there folding towels, saying hi to guests and stuff like that. And then once I finally got hired, I was like, dude, okay, I need to make money. You know, I like going out to do stuff so I start working there and the first training days were horrible. Uh, first we were at the members lounge. The members lounge is basically hotel Dell members, people who pay a certain amount of money to be a member at their membership program. And you roll their towels, you know, um, they, they have their own gym, they have their own showers, they have their own, you know, it's just super fancy. And, um, you know, the whole training was like, oh, yeah, you roll the towels and then you set them up here. And then when you see this is empty, fill it up. And then, all right, now we're just going to chill for a little bit and wait a little bit so we can restock. And I'm like, dude, what? Yeah. And then they're not making any tips. And I'm like, dude, it sucks. And I'm like, yeah. I'm only going to make hourly because I've only known tips since then. I've only known hourly plus tips. I'm like, dude, it sucks. I'm not going to make anything.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's one thing I've learned through my work life, especially since I've gotten in the professional world or quote unquote professional world is there's a big difference between when you're at a job and you're like this is bullshit this is like stupid blah 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 but you do it and you can last at those jobs for a long time when you're like like fuck this is this is hard work or like this is this is shit work right but it's different when you get to the point of like dude what am i doing here you know that that's a different kind of feeling when you're like this is like dumb like why am i even here right now
3: yeah. that sucks uh, luckily though uh their creation department had different outlets uh-uh. uh as in like obviously the members uh lounge was one of the outlets yeah and then the pool was a different outlet and then there's the members pool that was a different outlet and then there was roast on the beach <laughs> now roast on the beach was fun <laughs> yeah yeah dude uh, i never were- took advantage of that man i wish i would have i got connections oh nice. <laughs> yeah dude oh wait do i no, nah, never mind. Oh <laughs> man! No, it's because my buddy that used to work there that hooked Gym? me up. No, no, no. I, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. I think he got fired. Oh. Uh, Oscar, my friend us, Oscar actually became a manager at the Dell in. Um, what Was it housekeeping? Nice. He became manager of housekeeping. So good for him, but he doesn't work um, roasting the beach anymore. Anyways, uh, what was I roasting the beach? You set up fire pits you uh, basically, you're kind of a server there because you set up the fire pits and you bring out food and drink to people. Nothing crazy, you know, just like pre-orders of what they had and then you just keep bringing them drinks and then keep bringing them s'mores and stuff. It was... I didn't even know sm- they really did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually, it was expensive too and people paid, dude. Mm-hmm. And people mostly tip off a percentage. So basically <gasps> we were trying to rack up the... the um, the, the check. So the fire pit itself is 125 was $107, including tax mm-hmm. 107 I believe. And then plus, if you got them like s'mores and a s'mores kit, it was s'mores per person, but they were unlimited. It's kind of whack. Wait, yeah. How does, how so does how that work? So how much do you
1: charge per person for a s'more kit?
3: $15, but they get unlimited s'mores. Wow, well, Dude, no. you got
1: to eat at least like 10 it, s'mores to make your money's worth yeah, the $15, that's what I'm saying. man. Stomach, yeah, that's
3: But your stomach's going to hurt after like, Per person, four. dude. Per person. So there was a family of four. That's four s'mores kits. That's what? 60, 60 bucks? bucks. 60 bucks extra in that check. And if, if the dad wants to have a beer and the mom wants to have some wine, that's like. Because uh, well, they're not trying to have s'mores. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah the s'mores is for kids, dude. They yeah. do that for the kids. And then you bring uh, beers. You bring like all that stuff. You rack up the checks, dude. And then um, it would tip fat, too. People would tip super fat. Mm-hmm. Like, not percentage. It would tip above percentage. It'd be, uh, 60 bucks. And then four guys would be working that um let's say on a slow night and on a slow night we walk away with 80 bucks and just four dudes and the cool thing about that job everybody i worked there with was super cool nice yeah that's that that's what makes a job too dude if your work environment sucks you're gonna hate it but i had so much fun there
1: oh yeah yeah we definitely have had lots of conversations about uh your work environment the people that you work with i think actually is like a really big part on how long you want to stay at a job and you know, about how much you actually really like it. Cause you know, yeah. I've definitely, we have both definitely been in jobs where we really enjoy the people we work with, but we don't necessarily enjoy the work itself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely working with people that you like and that you find to be cool and that you actually can get along with pretty well. That's a really, really big thing. I feel like not a lot of people like realize that, you know?
3: Yeah. People don't realize that. Yeah, I would
0: say that's a good 50% of an entire job is who you work with, which kind of sucks because on one hand, I mean, obviously that's out of your control um, unless you're going to end up in like a management or like a high level position. But even at that, I mean, you know, you, you kind of work with what you got, but yeah, if you work with people that you don't want to spend eight hours a day with, it's going to suck. Sure. it's gonna suck bad you know like even and you know that you generally speak and work with decent people when there's one like odd man out or odd woman out where it's like this person's weird or like this person sucks or whatever sucks for that person it does but at the same time then you know i mean that lets you know like well everyone else is cool you know but if you're just there
3: and you're like am i weird (laughs) you know then it's like (laughs) not uh if they're laughing
2: yeah
3: no i never had that issue maybe there was this one kid who was odd man out but we always try to make them feel welcome you know but you know we were still young we were like in the early 20s everybody that was working there were their only two. we were still kids yeah you know yeah so we still had like that high school clicky vibe to things yeah that's true it's super fun though
1: <laughs>
0: yeah i i feel like blue collar jobs in general are a lot more fun you you meet a lot more different people oddballs yeah very much oddballs um you can connect with people i think in a more genuine way because there's not that barrier of having to be professional yeah exactly man. present yourself as professional and it's always nice too when you get somewhere and you're kind of like trying to like oh hey yeah how can i help blah blah, blah. and then like you know someone tells you they are like you're good man don't worry about it you're like <laughs> all right cool <laughs> like yeah. you're, you're cool i like you. you know <laughs> yeah but so again going back into you're working at the hotel dell that goes for a few years you work in these departments and then what comes after that i got fired from Maybe. the Yeah, <laughs> i wasn't i didn't ask how did it end but if you're gonna oh. bring it up i would love to hear how this ended uh, i remember the night that ended and the next day oh I was stoked. I remember, uh, I remember the night before because you didn't know it yet. <laughs> and I mean, obviously I didn't know it yet. And I remember asking you like, yeah, you want to kick it tomorrow? And you're like, Oh, I got to work. And then when you hit me up, I was like, I thought you had to work. You're like, I got the day off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the day I got the day off. I think it's the day I messed up. Anyways. uh, Actually, when I got fired, everything was kind of going to hell after that. uh, We had, we had a new manager that had nothing to do with him. It's just like, all the old people left and then they started hiring new people. And then it was a bunch of kids like way younger than me. Maybe they just straight out of high school and I'm already been there two years. So I think I was 23 when I got fired from there. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm already outgrowing these kids and I'm kind of like getting over the job. And then that summer we had like two friends pass away and I was just like super pissed all the time. And then all, basically all the cool people I worked with, left and i was just kind of like dude what am i still doing here yeah. um and then one day i just like calling sick i'm like yo i don't feel well i don't want to come in and they're like yeah don't worry about it i feel better and then um for uh for some background the dell has this system where they text you on days you can't park <laughs> and i remember the day before They said we couldn't park there and there was plenty of parking because they said they were super busy or some bullshit. And then I honestly thought this was like a, like an automated machine because the text message was always the same. I'm like, Oh dude, it's some dude that just clicks a button and then forgets about it. (laughs) Uh, Which to be fair, I will also
0: say that I thought the same thing and my opinion kind of mattered in that (laughs) a decision was made and I encouraged that decision, and it led to his firing. What are you talking about? Go ahead and get into it. What, what do you mean? Well, because I remember when you sent the text. I was at home when I sent that text. I know, I was talking to you. Oh, what, I don't remember. We were, dude, we were playing um, Rising Storm.
2: No way. Yeah, that's why I remember, yeah,
0: and you were just like, oh, and you were telling me about the automated system (laughs) and whatever, and you are like, Dude, you're like, I'm gonna text this thing back. And then I like I didn't even really think anything of it. And you're like, should I text it back? And you're like, I'm gonna text it back this. And then I was like, oh. Yeah, but I was just like, I mean, whatever, man. It's like sending it's it's like when you get the the T-Mobile thing that it's like, oh you've crossed the border, boy. It's like whatever, yeah, shut, up, you shut up, you know? shut <laughs> up.
3: Yeah. So, so, okay. You're right. I, I forgot that little detail. He's right. We were playing <laughs> Rising and stone. Cause I remember, I remember what exactly I did. I texted it and threw my phone behind me and kept playing on the computer. <laughs> I basically texted the parking lot was so empty yesterday. You guys are a bunch of cunts and then sent Threw my phone back, got into some rising storm, never thought anything of it. What I, I, ne- I never even, it never crossed my mind to think like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have sent that. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Not like, that. maybe somebody read this. Yeah. or Like, this actually is received by somebody.
3: Yeah. Next day, I'm like, ah, I'm going to call off again. I don't feel like going to work
1: today.
3: Damn. <laughs> I try to call off, and my manager's just like, no, no, you got to come in. I'm like, what, dude? I'm sick. No, no, no. We really need you. You gotta come in. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and I show up, and um, I talked. Um, I run into one of my coworkers. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? And he seems kind of like off. Oh, he's like, oh yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. Why is everybody so sad? And then I go into the um, poly cafeteria, eat my food. You know, like nothing's going on. And then I go into the office where we all meet for roast at the beach. And I'm like, what up, Brian? And he's like, hey, can you come with me? I'm like, and that's when it clicked. I was like I, I put it all together after that i was like ah shit <laughs> in that in literally that moment <clears throat> that moment when he's like can you come and then he's like hey do you remember sending me a text yesterday i was like yeah dude that was me fuck <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like yeah man we're going to hr i'm like dude and i'm like from one to ten like i told him like how messed up how fucked am i basically i talked to him this way because we were cool like that and um and he's like honestly man like it's a 10 <laughs> I'm like alright cool thanks for letting me know so we go to HR we go through the whole process and then I go to this office with this lady named Sherry and then she's like you know she's doing all the professional things like oh you know you texted this and I'm just like dude
1: she actually read it out loud to you like she, yeah, this is your once,
3: message Yeah. And so she uh,
1: actually said cunt uh, I
3: don't, I, no she didn't uh, I was gonna say she's like, like C word yeah, oh dude <laughs> you like, should have looked at her and <laughs> you, you should have been like
0: Say it. (laughs) Say it.
3: (laughs) And I was just, I was already like, dude, just tell me I'm fired so I could go home. This is a waste of my time. Like, why are you going to these formalities? Why why do you gotta do this like whole you gotta stage it? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna show him. Like, dude, you could have been like, Hey, you did this, we're gonna fire for all right, deuces, give me my check. Yeah, Um, because I was already over the job, you know? Right. She wanted me to fucking beg? Nah. I'm like, dude. Um, She's like, well, I want to know why would you think, why would you send something like this? You know, I, I want to give you your chance to defend yourself. Stupid! <laughs> I wouldn't leave you in. My dumbass, especially because I was like, fucking what, twenty three, and like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, I was just like, you know what, Sherry, I thought it was funny. <laughs> 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 you know I was watching British movies yesterday I was watching Train Spotting. there's this character that throws that word around like candy and you know what I just thought I should say I thought it was funny I'm not going to lie to you if I offended sorry I'm, if I offended any of the girls I'm sorry well you offended some of the men I was just like oh, fucking I remember <laughs> you saying that and
0: I remember thinking to myself, I remember saying to you I was just like dude nobody said like I felt offended because yeah. you know? I guarantee you man if I read that my first thought would just be like, oh like, even if I didn't know the guy, I'd be like, oh, dude, like either, either this guy's drunk or like, he just doesn't know. There's you that know one of
3: there's there was probably that one guy who was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. I mean, I <laughs>
0: might've felt that way too. You know what I mean? Not, not coming from a place of anger, but a place of genuine like, What's what? going on? <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: Who is this? <laughs> yeah. This, what? Like, they were probably more like, what the fuck? And then, She's like, you offended some of the men, too. I found out the guy that told him he was a guy. God, man. That's, yeah. I mean, he he's in a managerial position. He has to do something about it, you know? Well, okay. So,
0: because I know the circumstances of what happened, he had to do something about it because multiple people, I'm
3: sure, saw it. That, right? The whole hotel saw it. Exactly. So- <laughs> Everybody saw it. Really? Dude, turned, I-, I, heard, I, I heard stories from my old coworkers because I kept in touch for a while. Mm-hmm. They were saying, like, dude, um, Tara, who was my old manager before Brian Lynn, Brian stepped in, she was, um, I think, front desk manager. And I guess she texted the supervisor of that outlet I worked Like, yo, dude, is Edgar drunk or something? Because she got that text, too. Yeah. And, like, we got to tell him something because they're going to fire him. <laughs> yeah. these, these are stories I heard from other people. Mm-hmm. And then my supervisor, Robbie, was just like. Before I left, he's like, hey, bro, you're probably, they probably thought you were right because they just let everybody park in the parking lot today. (laughs) someone out there is like, man, this guy is right. It's like, dude, somebody had to lose their job for you to park there.
1: Hey, you're like Rosa Parks, man.
3: I'm a martyr. Rosa Parks. I'm like Miguel Hidalgo. Rosa Diaz.
1: (laughs) I'm dead. Dude, that's crazy. Oh, my God. So... When you walked in, like, once she basically... Once you kind of, like, realized, like, oh, fuck. Like, I- I'm getting fired right now. Like, what did that... Like, how did you feel about it? You know, were you just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't really care. Were you kind of like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have done that?
3: Like... Uh, no. I had money saved up in the bank. A lot, too. So, I was like, ah, whatever. I'm gonna take a vacation. <laughs>
1: yeah. Take some time off, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: because uh, that October... Because I got fired, I think, in uh, August. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. August, like, towards the end of August. Mm-hmm. And then... And then, um in october i was going to take a trip to oaxaca with my dad <laughs> mm-hmm. so my whole plan was like ah, you know, whatever i'll just apply for some other place and fucking find something else who cares like mm-hmm. dude i have a money. i have money saved up Uh i don't have to pay rent i live with my mom and dad like i think you
1: only wanted a drink man
3: Agua. did you
0: want some drink yeah Por favor. some
3: water i am i the one you had oh jesus okay you want some
1: uh i'm okay right now so thanks
3: cool and then um Basically, I was just like, dude, fuck it, dude. I'm going to walk away with my head up. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean- <laughs> Nothing to be proud of either, dude. You just got fired from a job, you know? Like, I look back at it. And I'm like, eh, I probably should have handled it different. Because sometimes I kind of wish I could go work there again mm-hmm. <laughs> as a valet or something. <laughs> 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 but I can't.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that makes but sense.
3: It is what it is. After I got fired, I remember I called up uh, this guy and Johnny. is like, hey, dude. I actually also called Gabe. I was like, hey, I, I remember texting Gabe that same day because he asked me to kick it. He's like, yeah. hey, you want to kick it? And I'm like, nah, dude, I got to to work. He's like, all right, well, I'm going I'm to go do this. And I'm like, all right, for sure. And then when I got out, I texted Gabe like, dude, I just got fired.
2: Oh, <laughs> He's damn. like, what?
3: I remember telling him, I think I'm going to get fired today, bro. <laughs> it was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, know, you know what I wish I would have done, though? A lot of people don't know the laws I, I don't know the laws either but you know there's certain laws you should know like on your last day they're supposed to give you your check there mm-hmm. um what's your face didn't give me my check she gave me some bullshit excuse and i didn't think anything of it mm-hmm. if i knew that by law she has to give me all my money i would have made a fuss about it like nah dude pay me my fucking money yeah. i'm not coming back
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: I, yeah i remember uh there was this guy that i used to work with his name was humphrey he, that was his name what are you want me to say his name was humphrey humphrey was dope humphrey was he was this like giant dude um when i was a seasonal at costco he uh he used to work the cashiers as a as a cashier you know he used to work cash registers and this dude was just super quiet very nice super cool but like people were kind of weird with him that worked there like they didn't really especially the younger people they didn't like say hi to him like i don't know i just felt like they were kind of weird about him but i mean he just he was to himself i mean i i talked to him just kind of here and there and i mean for years he worked there i'm talking for years and one day he just didn't show up and he never came back and everyone was like what happened to humphrey like (laughs) what the hell and i guess like uh they had, I don't know if they called him at home or yeah, I think they called him at home and they're like, Oh, Humphrey, like you gotta come in and work these weird hours. And like, basically he was getting screwed on his schedule. And like, he was just kind of like, they were taking advantage of him because he was quiet mm-hmm. and cause they knew they wouldn't get a lot of pushback from him, but they sure. were, they were like trying to, like, I mean, he'd been there for so many years and had all this seniority and they are like trying to screw him on, on something. What's this new management? no i don't think so i think it was just more of like a desperate situation because it was during the holidays oh, and okay. i mean at costco the holidays get nuts and anyway so this dude just straight up tells a person he's like you know what he's like i quit <laughs> he's on the phone as they're trying to ask him to come in early he's like nah i quit and they're like well humphrey like you can't just quit like you i mean even if you want to like put in your two weeks or something like you, you have to come in like, you know, we can't. How are we supposed to Absolutely give you your not. check? And he's just like, mail it to me. And he hung <laughs> up, dude, and never heard from him again. He never came back into the store. And everyone that's heard about moment. that. And they were like, dude, that's the most badass thing. And he, I remember he used to drive this like beat up, like rusted truck, this old truck, probably from like the like early 70s. Okay. Well, come to find out that Humphrey was actually, Humphrey had a lot of money, a lot, a lot of money. Um this guy used to play on the Buffalo Bills. What? He played on on the team with O.J. O.J. Right. Simpson. What? Yeah, this guy used to be like a NFL football player. Um I mean, I don't know how well he did in the NFL, but I mean, I I think he probably made some money, you know, a considerable amount of money, and then he worked at Costco for years and I don't think he spent a whole lot. Um I had heard that he had like Costco stock. Um and I mean, he bought it early on. Like he probably bought that stock in like the early nineties or something like that. Was it
3: Costco then or Sam?
0: Well, so I think he bought it as soon as it became Costco. Like he, cause you know, when you work there, you get uh, stock options, like a better deal on stock and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he had a considerable amount of money in stock and whatever he had, had probably like... <laughs> doubled or came close to it in the time that he had it so he was set so like he just didn't need that bullshit and he decided in that moment like yeah i'm good like i'm just good
3: yeah was he he
0: like this? Um, he was probably in his, I would say he's in his like mid to late fifties, maybe early sixties.
1: Wait, so did you guys ever actually like look this man, like Google him up to like see or?
0: I never did. I mean, and honestly, like everything I'm telling you is what I've heard. But I mean, as far as the whole stock thing goes, a lot of the, I don't want to say old timers, but like kind of like long-term people there, they all had stock in Costco just because that was kind of the thing you did, you know? And like they knew when they bought it, they're like, oh yeah, I think this is a good investment. And it was a great investment. It was a crazy investment. Yeah. I mean, there is another, um, forklift driver that I knew of who he actually got in trouble, like some big trouble And this dude rather than getting fired. And I think he, he could have potentially lost what he had in terms of stock and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, he ended up quitting, and so he got to keep it all. And like they said that he retired with like well over one point five. Yeah, Man. like yeah, this guy had big money. Yeah,
1: <laughs> forklift big money. driver, dude. That's crazy, <laughs> but you have to be like licensed to be a forklift driver, don't you? Like, not just anybody can be one. No,
0: you can. Mean. You can. <laughs> I, I've seen.
1: I thought there was like a certificate for this.
0: I've seen worry. You have to be quote unquote certified, but then they'll like to get certified. They'll. Like, so they'll be like, Hey, like Nelson, you want to, you want to learn how to drive a forklift? And it's like, oh, shit, dude, I don't know. It's November. And like, it's getting busy. You know, like, I'm, I don't know if I could do this right now. And they're like, I don't know you're good. And they'll like train you and then they'll have you drive kind of late at night. And I mean, you just kind of do it more and more. And then eventually you will get to the point to where like, they'll start relying on you if you get better on, at it. And then someone will be like, Hey, was he certified? And they're like, Oh shit, dude. Like you, you gotta get certified and it's just like but then they can't stop using you because mm-hmm. you're you're already too much of an asset and they need you because they're short-handed like there's one thing uh thing we never had a lot of at costco's
3: forklift drivers it's probably just a legality you know because if anything happens oh yeah I mean, they can be held accountable oh yeah.
0: big time yeah and they find out you're not certified like yeah but oh i saw so many people who weren't certified driving all the time but
1: did you ever see any accidents like
0: yeah but i will say that the accidents i saw weren't number one weren't horrible and number two um i saw accidents i didn't see injuries and it was in certain cases not the person's fault it was the person who i mean because it's like you know you're you're using pallets you're moving pallets So if you put a pallet in a position where the next guy's going to have a real tough time getting it, or he doesn't know that maybe it's unbalanced or like, you know, there's something that maybe he should know before he picks that pallet up again, Mm -hmm. stuff can happen. Uh, You know, like I saw, uh, we had some Freon pipes bust one time and all the, like, you know, the Freon is the chemical that keeps the refrigerators cold and like all the walk-in freezers and all that stuff. So if you ever, anyone who's been to Costco, which I think is most people know that, you know, there's all the fish and the meat and like the frozen stuff you can buy. And like, you know, you walk in and there's a the vegetables, like all that relies on these free lines. So what ended up happening was there was a, a forklift driver who put a pallet way too high. You're not There's supposed to be a certain amount of clearance between the top pallet and the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And he didn't leave any clearance. And it was right up against those pipes. The top of that pallet was against like where the pipes were. So when the next guy went to pick it up, he immediately hit the pipes and busted them. Now he couldn't see that the pipes were behind the pallet because
1: the pallets right there.
0: Exactly. Um, So yeah, we had to evacuate the whole store and like that was a whole fiasco. And of course you lose a bunch of money. I mean, especially during the holidays, uh, we were doing million dollar days, you know? So yeah, you consider how much money got lost that day. It was probably well over half that, you know, if you have to evacuate the store, that's $500,000.
1: Wait, that was during working out or like store hours? Oh yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Damn. Wait, so then is it a gas that actually makes everything cold? So was it considered like a gas leak?
0: Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, so Freon isn't super toxic. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely breathed some of it that day because the entire store got like foggy. Mm -hmm. It it was like dense fog because it was leaking. Like, I mean, those are like, yeah, I'm guessing pressurized lines. So yeah, there was a ton leaking out. Um, yeah, there were some people that like had to leave in an ambulance, which I thought was dramatic because nobody actually sustained like bad injuries or anything like that. But yeah it was what it was they're
1: trying to get their entry checks man
0: i think they were i don't think anyone got one
1: yeah i doubt it yeah um damn that's crazy
0: but yeah that happened but anyway getting back to you so that that was your exit from (laughs) the hotel dell so what comes after the hotel dell i bummed it for like six months my saving i remember that you know what i love that time because anytime i was bored i'd be like what are you doing he'd be like nothing want to kick it out
3: sure (laughs) yeah i know
0: you're not doing anything i'm
3: free too chilling
0: (laughs) this guy would i can remember he would i'm gonna try and paint this picture as best as i can he'd be laying face down on his stomach all the time on his bed on his phone with his feet, just like kicking back and forth. <laughs> that was like, that's how you would chill in his room all the time. Just
1: waiting for someone to be like. You, you want to kick awful. it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right, <laughs> <laughs> let me borrow the car. <laughs> that's um, so funny. Dude, it was so sick too, because my money lasted pretty well, because my Honda only took 20 bucks for, to Damn. fill up a gas tank. Those were yeah. the good old I was days. Say, I remember yeah.
0: those nice days, yeah. Yeah, man, That I can remember that. I mean, your car is still good on gas, but... Sixty bucks, dude. What? Yeah, it's
3: still good. Dude, I've, that's dude, nothing. I've, I've rolled up to the gas station and I see some poor bastard paid like two hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, dude yeah, for sure. He's <laughs> yeah. driving the fucking mamalona, dude? <laughs> dude. My
0: car isn't the worst on gas, but I'm still consistently filling up on over ninety.
3: That's disgusting.
0: Yeah. That's what nice. are you driving? Ultima Really? Two thousand nine. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean I got the Cadillac, but I don't drive that every day.
3: Is that stick? Nah, nah, nah. I learned how to park stick at work. I mean, if you could park stick, you could probably drive stick. Uh, Daniel kind of let me drive his car, and it was pretty sweet. I, I went into second gear. Nice. <laughs> nice.
2: Cool.
3: Uh, well, anyways, I did bum it for like six months, and then <laughs> I started running out of money. I'm like, dude, I got to get a job quick. And then my sister's like, you want to work at the movie theater? I'm like, whoa. And I didn't want to work concessions. I don't want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I was just like, dude, I don't want, I just didn't have any customer service service left in me. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm done. I'm like, well, like what position? Oh, uh, they have the janitorials. You come before work and just do, all you do is clean. I'm like, well, what are the hours? Four hours. I'm like, I was like, all right. Yeah, I could do that. You know, until I find a better job.
2: Yeah.
0: If so, nothing else, that's just like, at least I'm doing something. Yeah. exactly. And yeah. not, not even the paycheck, just the time.
2: How a
3: paycheck, dude? Because honestly, I hated working there. Yeah, dude, I worked there for two months, and luckily, I got the job that I'm working at right now. Yeah, but anyways, I would show up and clean. This place was dirty, dude.
1: Oh yeah, these
3: kids didn't know how to. uh, Like, obviously, I have janitorial. Um, what do you call it? Um, experience. So I went in there. I'm like, dude, you guys don't know what you're doing. Yeah, like the night crew. The it wasn't night crew. It was the morning crew. And I I don't know what the management was like. Right there. I don't know who got held accountable for what, but I remember one time I got pissed cause this girl complained to my sister that I was too slow. And I was just like in my, I didn't tell her anything cause like whatever, but I detailed half that fucking theater. Yeah. damn, Dude. I detailed that theater like crazy. They half a theater, dude. It's like, dude, while I was detailing this half a theater, calling me slow, why don't you get the other guys to do something? One, first of all, one of the guys would hide in a box <laughs>
1: What? For his whole like shift. Little,
3: what like do you, you mean hide box? in a box?
1: He would hide in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know.
1: How, big, how big was this person?
3: <laughs> he was a small guy. He was very, very skinny, probably about my height, maybe a little bit shorter, but he would hide in a box and sleep. He would hide under the, uh, behind the, like the screens. No, you know, you know oh, if you go to man. like um, a movie theater, you see how the white screen's right there and at the bottom there's that like that black. You can yeah. lift it's cloth, dude. You lift it up and there's shit behind there. Really? He <laughs> would go back there and take a nap. Damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the girl the supervisor who was in charge is like have you seen so and so and I knew where he was and I'd be like nah <laughs> just go back to what I was doing dude and then um, it got to the point where I would finish quick because it was an easy gig you know whatever vacuum right here real quick da, 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 da. and then i get bored I'd finish in two hours because yeah. there was four people on that crew I would finish my half of the theater vacuum it the bathrooms I would always do the bathrooms because it'd be like I'm like dude these bathrooms are disgusting you guys are not touching these so fuck off go somewhere else yeah uh, I would do the hell out of those bathrooms. And then I remember the fucking urinals were disgusting, dude. I told the guy like, bro, we need harder scrubbers. This is too soft. Like get this out of here. Like I was trying to get all this stuff. I I don't know when I work, I clean, I don't care, but sometimes I care too much. And then I'm like, fuck this.
0: No. Yeah. yeah, Especially when it comes to cleaning. Cause I mean, both of us having worked in food service, it's like, I mean, you know, if you want a half ass dust or vacuum, like that's bad enough but dude, if you're half-assing when it comes to either food stuff or like bathroom stuff, it's like, dude, that's disgusting. Yeah, dude. yeah, You know, like I can remember that same thing. Like when I was working at Costco, I mean, we had really high cleaning standards, you know? Like, especially the people I came up with that like trained me, it was just like, listen, like you don't leave when your shift's over, you leave when this room's clean Yeah, and you're not leaving before that, you know? And I mean, I'm glad I, I came up that way because I can remember some of the people that came after me, like people saying like, yeah, I can, I can clean this whole room in like 45 minutes to an hour. And it's like, well, yeah, dude, because you're going to skip half of it. You know, it's going to look like shit. And it's like, and you can tell the next morning, it's like, dude, I could smell it in here. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's
3: gross. Yeah, You need you need someone to hold people accountable when it oh, comes yeah. to work. Definitely. Because yeah, sure. people will try to get away with half-assing shit. Oh, yeah. Like, no joke. Especially the morning crew, they got away with it. I remember um, they had this, like, exit, exit spot. I don't know. It was a bunch of stairs, and then to the bottom, you exited the theater. Dude, it was disgusting. I um, broomed the whole thing. Oh, damn. Dude, when I got to the bottom, I had a dust bunny this big. Oh. This big, bro. That's it gross. It was dusty. I was like, I asked my sister, dude, when was the last time... They cleaned these stairs, bro. Nobody cleaned the stairs. And then I went to the break room. I found a bunch of shit in their break couch. I cleaned your fridge, dude. I was like, this place was gnarly, bro. Nobody cared. But but
0: yeah, that's that. I mean, that's an attitude that like really trickles down is like when management's like, you know, whoever the top management in houses is is like, well, I don't give a shit. Then, you know, the assistant manager is like, well, I don't give a shit. And then the supervisor's like, well,
3: I don't care. And then everyone just gets away with everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And know? then I would finish early because I do my job quick, fast. And I'm like, I would go up to the manager, yo, can I leave an hour early? Like I'm we're basically done. And then at one point I kept doing it. And then she's like, you can't keep doing this. I mean, she, I think she was just in her manager mind and she was like, can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. and it's just like dude there's no point in me staying here i'm saving the company money like yeah. let me go home like and then she wouldn't let me go i was like all right whatever so i would just go and play stupid and re-clean whatever the hell i was oh, doing yeah. dude yeah, i was like i that. couldn't find anything clean i was like dude we're done
0: uh, dude i can remember that when i was trying to get my hours again at costco and we'd be cleaning we detail and like the rare nights we had like extra time we just get sanitizer buckets and throw them on the floor and then squeegee it down the drain fill it back up with sanitizer and throw it <laughs> on the floor. You just did that like nine or 10 times. You're like, Jack can lick this floor right now. Like,
3: <laughs> dude. But um luckily I got called to work at the, at the hotel I'm working at right now. And I was just like, dude, sick. I remember I was trying to work the two jobs for a while, but then I was, I couldn't do my hobbies. And I was just like, Hey, I stopped going at some point. I just stopped going. I didn't want to put my two weeks in. I was like, dude, what are they going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah and then because my sister worked there she got all mad at me like you're making me look bad blah blah blah. i, I guess you're right you're the one that got me the job yeah. and i went there and the day i went they were gonna fire me <laughs> <laughs> and then i went there i quit and they're like what i just told them look man like i have too many things going on and i can't keep this job especially since i get less hours and they're like oh yeah well edgar you, did, you were actually doing a really good job while you were working here and i'm like all right later <laughs> <laughs> the manager was really nice but I think a lot of the system managers would like try to get away with shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which agency did you work at?
3: (laughs) Otay Ranch. Was it really? Oh my
1: God. Okay. It's funny that you say that. So I had a friend, she worked there also and she would constantly tell me how much she hated like going to the break room there because of how gross it was. And she was like, dude, literally nobody would like do anything and people just don't care about it. So this is my old friend, Sarah. I don't think I've ever talked to you about her. Sorry if you're listening to the Sarah. Um, she, I think what was she, she said that she went to the break room. She have a sleeve? No, no, no. She had like long red hair. Uh, she didn't have any piercings either. She was like a bigger girl. Um, she a manager? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, they all have pink hair yeah and uh, anyway so basically she said she went to the break room she saw somebody sitting there and that i guess like something a a burrito something messy they were eating and it like fell out onto the table and they were just like "Eh." and they just like didn't pick it up like and they just kind of like smeared it like with like whatever their hand was and they're like oh shit and they just like went to go wash their hand like didn't even care she was like at that point she's like dude fuck this place like this is disgusting and like you know if you're the only one that cares it's like well i'm not gonna be a pain in the ass and everybody else because no one's gonna do shit anyway so it's like what's the point of even saying anything you know and i was like damn girl that does sound pretty bad i was like i'm so sorry to hear that like fuck yeah. but was there only a morning crew for you guys to clean like the theaters during the day or was there also like a night one to clean it
3: there was a night one and the night one basically set us up so the more the-, the night crew would clean a little bit and then set up the morning crew so the morning crew could like clean the rest
0: okay. that's that's funny when it works that way though because then when people consistently don't set people up you know then it's just it turns into this it's cycle of like well fuck them they leave me fucked i'm gonna leave them fucked and then that happens <laughs> for years dude it just <laughs> consistently hap- i remember i remember that happening and i remember one time a morning dude left and this night dude that i was working with The morning dude was like, yeah, 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 I set you up. And he like went, changed into his normal clothes and then came back and the dude was pissed. He's like, you can't just say that. It doesn't mean anything just cause you say it. Like he was like getting <laughs> after him about it. And I was busted up and like the other guy too who said it was just laughing, dude. Like, cause he knew that that didn't mean anything, but the other guy was new, like, or relatively new. And he was just like, why do you just say that just to say it? And he's just like, all right, man, I'm going home now. <laughs> it
3: was, yeah, it was dude, bad. It was a weird working experience though, because uh, when I started at On Emma's, I mean, for how crappy the job was, honestly, they had standards, especially for yes. cleanliness. Yeah. When I worked at the Dell, they had standards, especially for cleanliness. Yeah. And then everywhere I worked, there was a cleanliness standard, even at recreation. And I thought it was weird that, because at the Dell, I was working with kids that lived in Coronado. Mm-hmm. And you would think like, these kids don't have any work ethic. You know, we I, I think um, when we were younger, Especially growing up like in Chula Vista, we, I don't know if it was a made up perspective or some BS, but, oh, rich folks, you know, lazy kids that get every everything oh, yeah. given to them. But those are the hardest working kids I ever worked with. And yeah. they were all from the island.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Best working experience I ever had. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, let's do it. Like, it was like a whole crew. And then I come back here working with these kids from Chula Vista and they're just like lazy, dude.
2: Yeah.
3: They don't want to do anything. I was just like,
2: dude, what the yeah. fuck is it?
3: Yeah. I, I
0: think... You know what? Part of that is I think like there's an incentive for not parents who think they're wealthy or want to try and be wealthy, but parents who are actually wealthy, like have like a lot of money, like set for life type of money that they're like, okay, I still got to make sure my kids work hard. Otherwise they're going to screw all this up. You're going to spend mm-hmm. all my money like our family will not have money anymore if these kids are not raised right. Like they need to be raised right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably a part of it. Cause I know I would feel that way. You can't spoil your kids just cause you have money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely very true. I mean, how do I say? Uh, I feel like, not that I feel like, I wonder if maybe these kids had that worth work ethic because maybe like their parents knew somebody. So it's like, Oh, Hey, this is my kid. Like, you know, let them have a job here. So then see you on the islands close by or whatever, you know. So it's kind of close to home. So it's more of like a oh, I can't let my parents look bad type of thing, you know? But I mean, either way, it's like it's still good that they have that work ethic, you know, and kind of like how you say, like it definitely kind of like goes against what I guess the stereotype is, you know, of rich kids just being snobby and mm-hmm. not having to work or being lazy or like not knowing how to cut something, you know, like yeah. basic things. So I mean, that's pretty cool. That's actually a really cool experience that you're able to to see.
3: Honestly, it was super sick. Some of the best people I've worked with. Um, and the crew that I worked with when I started, you know, it's just like the movie theater crew was just like, dude, what the heck is going on? Everything's going to hell right now. Well, that,
0: that goes back to what we're talking about is like 50% of it's the people. Cause I'm sure if you would have worked with like great people at that movie theater, it would have been, you would, we would have been talking about it now. Like, damn, that was a sick job. Like that job was stupid and like, you know, just kind of an inconsequential job, but like it didn't have to suck. Oh, that job
3: sucked. Yeah. (laughs) Everything talked about that job. So
0: People let's suck. let's go past the movie theater. What comes next?
3: Oh, I get hired at this hotel in PB as a valet attendant. Honestly, that's just fancy. I park cars. Yeah. <laughs> I park people's cars, and you know what? They give me money for it. You'll like, ride them me. sometimes. You know, I just do a little, you know, burn, do a little burnout on the, <laughs> the roundabout. <laughs> but it, it's honestly, I, I still work there. Um, I, I got hired, and then it was it's a cool experience i'm a supervisor there now oh nice the old supervisor left and he said like hey like i'm recommending you to be the supervisor and i was like nah, nah, nah. i just didn't want any responsibility mm-hmm. i think for like a year my managers wanted me to be a supervisor and i just blow them off every time uh, especially like this last year uh the manager would be like hey edgar you know mr chester um I shouldn't say names. Ah, whatever.
0: (laughs) I mean, no one knows Mr. Chester. Yeah, anyways. It sounds like this guy's in a
3: game of Clue or something. (laughs) Watch watch him be like, hmm, I want to listen to a new podcast. Oh, this one's about work. Oh, this is interesting. Hey, it's me. (laughs) Anyways, um, well, I'm not going to say anything bad about him. I'm just going to say that he okayed basically opening up the supervisor position again. Because when uh, my old supervisor left, um, it was because of the pandemic. There was, we weren't making tips. I remember for like a good, dude, the tips I made in 2020 were horrible and compared to 2019. Cause I started there in 2019 mm-hmm. and I made really good tips. I got my, I got my bank back up to like the way I like having my savings and it's still growing now. But during the pandemic, it stayed stagnant because mm-hmm. I was not spending. Cause I didn't know what was going to happen. None of us knew what was going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So 2019 working, boom. China, all this crazy stuff's going on. You see it in the news and you're like, ah, nothing's, ah, whatever, nothing's going to happen. And then um, my co-worker's like, dude, Edgar, you got to stock up. This is real. This is going to happen. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, whatever. March happens. Hey, we're locking down. I'm like, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. And who would have thought that people are going to go crazy over toilet paper, dude? Dude, yeah. yeah. It's still
1: boggles my mind. I think it's going to be hilarious to kind of see in textbooks, like the craziness that really came about or like <laughs> gonna one thing, of- <laughs> it's not going to be in textbooks. But one thing that I cannot wait to Probably tell my kids be. is that like 90% of people just became functioning alcoholics. Cause it, they had nothing else to do oh, than go to the grocery store, get some drinks, get some food and come back home. Cause like you can only watch so many movies and so many TV shows and play so many board games until you're like, what the hell else can I do? You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, so actually going back to the toilet paper thing, I, I remember listening to, um, like BBC news had somewhat like a guest speaker who was a expert in psychology or whatever the field was. And they were talking about that. The reason why everyone went for toilet paper when that happened was because when a pandemic or like a mass, um, health issue happens people's level of disgust rises and their tolerance for it lowers Mm. so people are so scared of their health and disgusted by you know who's infected and who's not and blah 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 and this happens mainly subconsciously most people aren't thinking like i'm disgusted you know it's not like that (laughs) but because that happens people will go for something like toilet paper because that's like the number one thing it's like this takes care of disgusting stuff Mm -hmm. you know so like that's kind of why that happened in in such high droves and then it turns into a cycle when it's like well now i want toilet paper because i don't think i'm going to be able to get it you know and then that made it like exponentially worse Like,
1: why not paper towels because that was one thing like i definitely heard um Hertz? that, uh, I don't know. What, what do I call it? <laughs> that uh, opinion, I guess, you know, everybody wanted it to use it as like some sort of like, you know, cleaning device, you know, you can wipe a lot uh, of different things with it and you can clean up with, a
3: it. Lot of with it. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I don't <Neither> know. I was going to
0: say, yeah, dude, you might as well just use like the middle cardboard roll at that point. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some people did definitely. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. But I don't know. Yeah. I would never understood specifically why toilet paper and not maybe paper towels or like microfiber cloths, you know, something other forms, other tools you can use to actually clean and wipe and disinfect. You know what I mean? I don't know, but it
3: was crazy. I'm pretty sure there was some asshole at the store just stocking up in toilet paper and so and so it's like, Hey, what the
0: fuck? Oh yeah. That's how it started. They're just like, Hey, why is this guy going for the toilet paper? Yeah, it's Everybody. like what we gotta get some <laughs> yeah and then it just never ends Shit.
1: but that's yeah. definitely a thing though i mean it's like been like proven you know like in like human psychology that you know um what do they call it fuck it's like a it's like a whole term that they have basically but as long as like if like one person starts doing something usually another person will like start kind of making it to like be together so like they don't feel like the left one out like the odd one that's left out
0: it's like a herd mentality
1: yeah basically so and it, was, was lame. it was pretty crazy. I remember when I heard about it, I thought it was like the craziest thing in the world. Cause I'm like, I wouldn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. You know? And then my teacher basically like kind of duped us into like doing like the own experiment in the class. And then I realized that basically she had one kid start clapping and then another kid started clapping and then and like, but like there was nothing to clap about. So then she was like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like you guys saw him start clapping and like, you guys all just figured you had to do it. So you started doing it. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I was like, you right, man. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, <laughs> mind blown. I was like, wow.
3: Still though. So luckily we had extra toilet paper at home. So we didn't have to go through that. And then once they restocked on toilet paper, we were like, okay, cool. We got to go get some toilet paper. And then yeah. all the stores were putting like a, like, limit, only, yeah, limit Pools, per toilet paper, yeah. per household. It's like, yeah. dude, how many people wipe their ass at your house, dude? It's yeah, yeah. Exactly. How many people live at your yeah. house? It's like, what's going on? And then do you remember the Instagram videos where people started trapping toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. oh
0: god. You know what? I want to go back to you were talking about when you when you were working at the movie theater. Like, you know, you were finding you didn't have time for your hobbies and stuff like that. If you could go back to when we were- in our early twenties and just kind of looking at what we wanted to get into and go to school for, and just kind of like the hobbies we had, what would you want to do either for school or want to try and make money off of? Like, what would you have pursued at that time? Especially looking back at it now where I'm i am not saying you thought this way, but I definitely thought like there was so much pressure to do the right thing and make the right decision and try and like Oh, like i gotta go through school or i gotta figure it out and like i wish i would have stopped and like kind of thought about like i don't have to like figure it out right now i could try some things and fail at it i never felt like i had the time to try things and fail at them and i think if i could have i probably would have tried something that maybe
3: would have worked and i might have liked a little bit more what Mm -hmm. would that have been for you well this is not like money wise Per se, but something I wish I could have tried when I was younger, if I would have found out about it when I was younger, probably boxing. Yeah, honestly, because when I found out about it, maybe I was like 22, 23, something like that. That's when I started boxing and I got I went hard, dude. I got into it like I like I would show up to class early, like. 15 minutes to get ready, warm up, and all that stuff, and then do the class, and then it stay a little bit longer right after that. And then there was days where I just go every single day. I wouldn't miss a beat. I would look forward to it. I would be thinking about it every day. So I was just like, dude, if I would have gone into this maybe as a kid, I probably could have competed in the amateurs. I mean, if I wanted to I'd still compete in the amateurs, but I'm, dude, I'm 27. I work. Um, people rely on me. And then it's just like, dude, it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do. I already have like a bunch of relationships with other people. And that type of sport, you got to like lock in, you know, and yeah. if I was young, if, if when I was younger, I would have loved to maybe done amateurs or something, you know, just to try it out at least to see if it would have taken me anywhere. My grandpa was actually a professional boxer in Mexico. He was a national champ, I think in like 1966. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. He had featherweight too. And he had a pretty good record on him um towards the end of his career like the records started going down because of you know like problems and stuff that, you know. i mean that's that's
0: every you yeah. know that's yeah. that's anybody in ufc you're the champ until you're not yeah you know exactly. or boxing yeah. or whatever yeah. it's like that's just yeah. the way that kind of thing goes yeah
3: he never got a shot at a world title which is i i wonder why but i can't really find out because uh there's no I, i've looked through like old magazines and stuff but i gotta like I got to go. I think I got to go down to Mexico to find them or like something. Actually yeah. Investigate. Yeah. yeah.
1: Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. That's actually really cool though. Well, I mean, do you feel like you keep up with it now? Like, would you still want to keep up with it as a hobby?
3: I still keep up with it as a hobby. I don't go as often as I used to, mm-hmm. uh, especially because I got lazier. This was after the pandemic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got lazy. They closed the gyms down. I got lazy. When I had a whole routine going, I would go every day. I would actually run. I, I, I think, um, 2019 was probably the best shape in my life, dude. <laughs> I was like running three miles. I remember I ran like three miles and like, I think my best three miles was like 22 minutes. There's Damn, probably yeah, people nice. out there who do way better than me, but for my weight, like I was 180 pounds, 20, like 23 miles in 20 minutes. That's pretty good, dude. Yeah, dude, that's that that's seven minutes and change per mile. Yeah. And then, and then I was going to the gym every day. Like I wouldn't get tired. I, I got tired now, but not as much, but you do kind of, I don't feel as good as I used to, but also again some some chunk. It's when the some love chunk. It's when the drinking started. (laughs) started (laughs) Going back to the alcoholism in the (laughs) pre-pandemic.
0: But so okay, I mean you definitely would have started boxing and I actually think, yeah, man, you probably would have done pretty well for yourself had you started early. Cause I mean, I think that's one of those things where if you start late, not say you can't get good, but it's really difficult to be probably like
3: seriously competitive in boxing if you start late. And you gotta truly commit. Like, there's stories of people who like start at a late age, 27. And then it's just like, they, the things that they gave up to do that, it's just like, am I willing to give that up now? Yeah. I don't think so. Like, these people truly believed in their dream. Like, you hear yeah. about champions like, yeah, dude, I lived at the gym. I was there every day. I quit my job. I was just like, so you hear stories like that all the time. Yeah. And those are the people that you know may make it. That one guy who drinks his piss. <laughs> Juan Manuel Marquez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. I, it, I was gonna be like, that that needs a little bit more clarification. You can't just gloss over that I was one. It's
1: like what the heck?
3: It's uh his name, his last name's Marquez. Is it Juan Manuel Marquez? Honestly, I don't remember. I've, he's famous. I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. Like, <coughs> he's one of my favorite boxers. It, it's gotta be Juan Manuel Marquez. <laughs> what I loved about famous boxing is this, uh, like, uh, professional boxing. You get all these crazy stories about, like, fighters, you know? Mm -hmm. Juan Manuel Marquez is, like, the champ in Mexico. Like, if you love boxing, you know who Juan Manuel Marquez is, dude. He's a bad man, dude. Mm -hmm. This dude, he's, like, first of all, his style is awesome. Look, uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Let's just talk about the piss. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, this guy... um, (laughs) Drinks his own pee because he figures it makes him stronger or something.
1: What? (laughs) Why do I picture him, like, drinking it out of his, like, boxing shoe? You know, just, like, some fucking crazy weird shit like that. Drinks
3: it out of a glass, dude. And then (laughs) the video is disgusting. He's like... Oh,
1: there's a video?
3: They they don't show him outright peeing in it. They just show him drinking a liquid, like... (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah oh, so, no. so he it has to do with he's he tries to keep like the testosterone in his body or something, something like, like that. that yeah so like he doesn't want to let it's either testosterone or supplements or what, whatever he has in his system when he's preparing for a match he wants to Keep the edge, and so he'll drink
3: his pee so he doesn't lose any of it. I I, I think he probably thinks it's a concentrated dose of whatever he's yeah. losing, and he drinks it. and It's more, but oh my god, he's completely wrong, dude. <laughs> yeah. he's just gonna say... piss it out again. It, it's <laughs> weird because it's like, dude, I, I was like, you went to school, bro. Like yeah. he was a bank teller. Oh like, wow. he, you have to go to school for that, right? I don't or, know. He was a bank teller. He worked at a bank or something. Like it was something mathematical for sure. And mm-hmm. it's like oh, maybe he didn't take science i don't
1: know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say hasn't that been like debunked already because you know how they always say like oh if you get like stuck out in the wilderness you can just drink your pee and not dehydrate hasn't that been debunked as like you will Probably. dehydrate if you just no. continue to drink your piss no
0: no you'll dehydrate but slower mm. but yeah i know you you definitely ask bear grills oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Like i definitely drank his own piss anyway uh, oh, yeah. was, like, get, getting, getting past DJ.
1: <laughs> wait what there's a dubstep dj named bear grills
0: Oh, okay. No, Bear Grylls is a guy from uh, Man vs. Wild. What? The yeah, it was a show on like Discovery. You've never heard what? of Man vs. Wild?
1: Of course, I've heard Man vs. Wild. I didn't know what the guy's name was. Yeah, his Bear Grylls. That's insane.
0: Then you got Les Stroud from Survivor Man, but he sells grills. No, I, and no. hunts bears. Hunts bears. Makes <laughs> <laughs> bear steaks. Is it? So, so if you would have okay, if you would have gone back to. Again, either school or picked up a hobby or or maybe not even a hobby that you had, but something you wanted to like look into or you thought was cool or you could start your own business. If you would do that all again, what would you go for? Like, what would you try and make money off of, though?
3: I don't know, man. I don't really look back into things like that. I never have, actually. I'm like, yeah, dude, it is. Like, I see people are doing this whole like um, they have like cool YouTube channels. I'm like, oh man, that's something I was interested in. That, that would have been cool if I came up with that idea, but I don't think I could do it better than this guy. Like, I think a good example would be uh, the guy from Dead Meat. Um, um, he has this YouTube channel. Called Dead Meat and he has like segments called the kill count and he goes through uh horror movies and Oh, the I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And that's a really cool segment, but the way he does it is just awesome. Like it's it's not like one of those things where like he he has to be creative with his jokes, the way he presents the stuff, and then it, it's an awesome show. And sometimes I'm like, oh man, I wish I could have done that because if, this is that I love horror movies. Mm-hmm. I like watching horror movies, so I want to like. It'd be cool if I could be up there and just doing this, but I don't think I could better than him. Yeah,
0: you know. Yeah, you know what? I think the difference, man, for me is the way I look at it is I wish I would have spent more time doing things I liked in a productive way. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I I spent plenty of time doing things I liked that were completely unproductive, but. I, I think that part of the reason I never try to make something that I thought was cool or fun, productive is because I, like I kind of thought like that. I thought in terms of like, oh, I can't do it like this guy or like, I don't think I'd be good at it or I don't think I can make money off of it. And I never thought in terms of like, well, shit, man, wouldn't you like t- want to try or wouldn't you want to like see where it goes or whatever? And I say that because, I mean, if you... I'm sure if you look at that guy's very first episode, he's his content was not nearly as great as it is now. True. If you look at any YouTuber's first episode, it's like, oh, dude, this guy's, like, whispering. Like, mm-hmm. you can't hear. He's like, he's, like, in his room. There's, like, no lights on. Yeah. His camera's crap. You know, like, stuff like that. Definitely a lot of trial and error in their craft. Exactly. Where I, I think kind of the the common denominator there is that people continued to do it because they wanted to do it. Yeah. You know because they enjoyed doing it and not necessarily because they even thought they were going to make money off of it or go anywhere with it. And I mean maybe at a certain point when they realized they could they started trying to do that but I mean for years I think people struggle with trying to do something just because they want
3: to do it, you know? I mean, he believed in that, you know? Yeah. He probably enjoyed the hell out of it too, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, I'm sure he still does. Uh, and I never look back and I'm like, oh, I should have done this different. Maybe just the boxing thing as a sport. Because everybody, I look at it more like, oh, uh-huh. I should have done that. Because every kid at school did sports well, except for us. We didn't do sports. At yeah, school. no. no. <laughs> we, we would go around, skateboard, and then do hoodlum things. <laughs> yeah. Do rest stuff do with my <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I don't, I don't, Look back, I'm like, oh, I should have done this different because a lot of time that I spend was with my friends and I have a lot of fond memories with them, you know, mm-hmm. and unluckily, two of our friends are gone now and I have a lot of stories to tell when we, we used to hang out, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I never look back. I'm like, oh, I should have done this different because let's say I would have done the whole boxing thing. I probably would have been locked in on that. Not hang out with my friends. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't even have been that many good friends good friends with them, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying I would've all would gone pro or something, but I probably would've had a different circle of friends.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. If I
3: would've done, if I would've gone that route. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, I'm happy with my circle of friends.
0: For yeah. me, it's, it's not so much about like having regrets. It's like, I wish I would've tried to do either more or like believed in myself to do more. You know, and and I mean that mainly pertaining to school. You know, like I definitely don't regret the stupid things that we've done (laughs) because, like, yeah, we did have a lot of fun, man. And if I could go back, I would do all of that again. It's just more of the time I spent dedicating myself to school. I now think about it, and I'm like, that wasn't a bad move, and I'm glad I did it. But I also could have done other things, you know. And I feel like in the kind of post-pandemic world that we live in now, which is different and there's a lot more remote work stuff and people have like side hustles or like sell stuff online or like have all these like different grinds. It seems like it's much more approachable now because there's so many more people doing it and work is different than what it was before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me think about, like, damn, that might have been a good idea to, like, try for some of that stuff. You know, of course, who knew the pandemic was going to happen or the way it would change the landscape of, like, the workforce in America and, like, everywhere else. But, yeah, I think that could have been interesting to try different things. Workforce in America right now sucks, dude. (laughs) I mean, it's not a bad time to try and get a different job. Mm, I like where I'm working right now. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not saying you should change. I'm just saying, like. This is a good time to try and upgrade for anyone.
3: I mean, I would argue that it's not terrible. Yeah. Well, I well, I did come up with the supervisor position because my supervisor. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm a glorified valet now. That's all it is. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the guy's like, hey, do this. And yeah. they're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I can because I have the title. Hey, see mm. this badge?
2: <laughs>
3: you got to do it because I said so. <laughs> I didn't get here. Doing nothing. <laughs> I went through a pandemic. Damn it!
1: <laughs> That's funny.
3: Um, I don't know. I I never looked too much into it. I'm just like, right now I went back to school. I'm like, oh, I think I want to do something else because I don't want to be in customer service for the rest of my life. I I hate customers. Well, not all of them, but most of them. People yeah. complain about the dumb shit. So oh, damn, yeah, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why isn't the sun out today? <laughs> Fuck Earth. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, well actually going back to your point that you had said about, um, you know, during and post pandemic, I feel like a lot of people really kind of started doing their side hustles and, you know, just trying to see what they can make money, you know, doing on the side. I think the pandemic itself kind of showed everybody like you can try it and Hey, like it actually does kind of work, you know, it might actually really work for you. And then, I mean, considering, that there was a lot of like leniency. So like you did not have to do everything in person or like a lot of like permitting and like certain things that you needed to like maybe get, I don't know, like a coffee cart going. Like they were <gasps> a little bit more lenient on it. You know, it was a lot easier to submit it. It was a lot easier to get those like responses or approvals back. So it's kind of cool how it definitely had opened the eyes to a lot of people like, Hey, like I can do little side businesses or like, I can be my own boss if I really wanted to do it. You know what I mean? Or like if I'm kind of put in a position where I have to, where, you know, people maybe lost their job and now they're like, well, I lost my job. I don't know, being a server at this restaurant or whatever. So now let me try and, I don't know, do my ceramics or something like that. You know, they start like hell getting into their ceramics and then now they're just making money. They have their own shop. They have their online thing or going on, you know what I mean? So it's, it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I, I that's a, actually a really cool perspective because my perspective is worse than that. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I honestly from work, all I've noticed that a lot of weird people started working with us. So maybe this is only in entry level jobs because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, this is like I'm talking about like when the pandemic was over mm-hmm. and then people were hiring now and they were just hiring whoever they could get and yeah. I worked with some horrible people. Oh yeah. There was this kid who was like. Um, I should I say his name Fuck that kid <laughs> <laughs> Anyways this kid would like um, Disappear Like from the job Yeah What I found out he was going Across the street to get high At the beach And then he would come back
1: What Yeah And one Wait, day like With weed or like other Weed, drugs? weed, weed Okay weed. Was <laughs> I was like, Or like other drugs
0: um, All the drugs All the drugs <laughs> All the ins Hey and you all never know out.
1: this These days man Kids be out here with Fucking fentanyl pills Like you never fucking know What, what, what is that
0: That is true. fentanyl Yeah what is that are you serious? You have <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what fentanyl is, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I um, was like, Jesus Christ. Anyways, <laughs> like, the, I got to talk
2: to you.
3: Man. <laughs> the beginning of um, um, when the pandemic ended, basically, um, we started hiring weird people, dude. Um, that was horrible. Like, because before that, we were working with, like, all these great people. Everybody was on it, like, super professional. And then it's starting to get better. But we're, we got to weed people out still. Yeah. Anyways. I'm working with this kid who's like comes back from across the beach, a street to the beach, comes back high as a kite, stinks like fucking skunk, dude. And he says, hey, dude, I don't feel good. Can you close for me? I'm like, bro, I'm the valet. You're the bellman. Yeah, but what time you get off? I'm like, midnight. See, I get off at 11, so it wouldn't even matter. I was like, so if someone needs help with their bags, I have to go do it and I have to leave my position here. Because you don't feel good. I it's we, not that you just gonna say you're too high. He's too high. That's basically what it was. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no one's gonna need help. <laughs> I was like, how yeah. are you so certain, dude? Yeah. This kid had been working there for a month, dude. And then he was a total piece of shit. Anyways, Damn. Jesus, I hate him. Yeah.
1: Wait, Jesus. I just want to know why did he ask you? Did he think that you would be cool saying like, yeah, for sure, dude, like I got you,
3: or like, like, why it, it, do you think he? asked I, you? I think it was that, or maybe I was the only one there. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which was the problem? That was <laughs> <Yeah>. the problem.
3: <laughs> Anyways, uh, this kid's just like, I told him not, nah, dude. I'm not gonna do that for you. Yeah. He's like, wow, are you serious? I'm like, all but You got super butthurt And I was like, bro, I'm not going to do anything for you. And he's just like, really? This went on for a while. Like, really? And I just kept telling him, I'm not going to do anything for you. He's like, really? And until the end, he's like, wow, be like that. It walks away all butthurt And I was like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, I'm 26. Fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. Dude,
0: you should have told him. You should have just hit him
3: with the like, dude, you
0: look high. I'm going to tell. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, literally, after he came back, he's just like, hey, you're not going to tell Justin about this, right? I was like, what? Justin was a supervisor at the time. This paranoid. is a different guy. Dude, you should have just told him, like, give me 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me drive your car. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had a really nice charger that his mom bought him. Dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. He After he got caught doing something stupid at work, I think they took it away from him because I never saw that car again. Damn. Damn. Yeah. He, apparently his dad owned a dispenser here in San Diego, his stepdad or something.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. That's crazy.
3: Yeah, dude. I wonder
1: what he got in trouble with then.
3: Well, basically at work, he got caught up by someone at the hotel saw him like they said he was drinking beer but he had I guess he had a bunch of beers at the parking lot <laughs> and he dropped them <laughs> and some a guest told on him like uh-huh. hey your Bellman's drinking at the parking lot
1: <laughs> dang yeah, that's
3: crazy you know what to be fair though
0: like on one hand, yeah, you don't want to burn out the valet guy or the bellman, but it's like people pay a lot of money to stay in that hotel, man. Yeah, that is not a cheap hotel, hotel's you know? So, cheap. yeah, I'd be kind of pissed. Like, I mean, I don't think I would say anything, assuming the dude wasn't like drunk drunk. But, yeah, I would definitely feel like a type of way If like, it's like, dude, I looked into this place. I booked this like whole vacation whatever i decided to stay here brought my freaking family it's not cheap and now this dude's gonna drop his ball it's like dude do what you do just don't even let me know you know like dude. don't let me catch you like because now i've now i'm pissed i he, think he was a big baby
1: <laughs> i was just gonna say i think it kind of goes back to the whole thing about like having accountability you know what i mean so it's like for me if i if i would have seen it and i was like a guest there at this hotel i'd be like what a dumb kid. You know what I mean? Like for real, like you couldn't wait till after work. Like you couldn't, you know, you couldn't at least take off the jacket, like the, the name tag, something. But I think the main thing is just kind of like, man, you should just have accountability. Like you shouldn't be doing stupid shit like this. You know what I mean? Like have some pride in your work. Like at least some, like a small sliver of it to like know to not do some dumb shit like Dude, this. It was
3: horrible. My, that supervisor that worked there at the time, this was um, this was a different supervisor than the one from hired me. But I remember one time um, this guy was like, obviously fucking wasted at work. That supervisor? Not the supervisor, oh. but a guy that worked there. Okay. And then I remember I went up to him, like, hey, dude, like, I didn't want to, like, burn him out. I kind of wanted him to, like, see, like, what was going on. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with so-and-so? And he's just like, I don't know. He looks at me. What's wrong with him? And I was like, Tch. I knew what, when he did that, I was like, oh, so you know, but you're just like, he's like, hey, man, I'm just here to observe. If I let the managers know to keep an eye on him and let's see what they want to do. And it was that thing. The managers weren't doing anything about it because uh, what do you call it? We needed, we needed people. Yeah. And then a lot of people were coming in with their fucking checks that the fucking government gave them. The the people that we had was just like people probably never stayed at hotels before because they were super rude, super demanding. Remember I had a guy come up to me. He's like, Hey, I want to rent a bike at that bike shop. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. It's closed. So, and, when he said that he Wait, a guest a guest that did that oh. to me. And I know what he was trying to say is like, Hey, I'm a guest here, have someone open it up because I want it. Yeah. And I was just telling him, like, hey, dude, they're a third party company. I have no, we can't do anything about it. After right. that, I told him that he realized, like, oh, and he just walked away. Like, mm-hmm. dude, people were trying to get their way the whole time. Yeah. Like, that whole time. Now it's better. It's way better now. But during the pandemic and Whenever the hotel was open during those years it was horrible employees, horrible guests. Like I wanted to quit. Yeah. I stuck around because I was just like, uh, let's see if it gets better because mm-hmm. the money was good at the time and it's getting better. Actually, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk about my money
2: right
3: now. It's, it's not under my bed. You're gonna get robbed on the way home. I don't know. Right? What's that bed. money you've been talking about? I didn't it's bring like, it.
0: No, you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna get in an argument with somebody, probably in your family, you're gonna be like, You got money?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <For> real, <laughs> you're you're like, Shit. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Hey, what about out? the other bank account you were talking about? All <laughs> <laughs> bad. Oh, That's yeah. pretty funny, actually. Yeah, I'm actually, I don't even make that much money. I don't know why I'm talking about money here. <laughs> yeah. Matter but fact, he's crashing
0: with me tonight. He has nowhere to stay. Yeah, it's, I agreed to do this podcast for some water <laughs> and food and drink and a pillow. No bed, but a pillow.
1: <laughs> no blanket either. <laughs> you get <a>
0: <laughs> Just, I got hardwood floors, man. <laughs> That's bad.
3: At least it's cold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Damn. Well, I feel like we explored uh, Edgar's journey today.
3: This sucks. You
0: man. you suck. Whatever. You brought this on yourself. No, you said you were going to
3: give me better breakfast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll call that an episode. All All right. Aren't you going to ask me if I'm happy, bro? Um, that has nothing to do with it. And I really don't care All right, for sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, I, I, would, I would think you are just based off the fact that when I was asking you about if you would have done things differently or if you could go back and try and pursue different things, you didn't actually seem that interested, which is actually pretty cool because I think a lot of people, including myself, would want to. But the fact that you're not super interested in that, that means that you're looking forward and probably pretty happy with where you're at which is a good thing man that's something that i don't think everyone maybe even most people can say you know so like that's kind of cool man i feel like we're still seeing your story play out and i'm interested to see where it goes and i don't want to say how it ends but how it evolves it's gonna end like lord of war that that would be unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> how did the movie end did nicholas kidge win Uh, I mean, I don't know about wins, but, but yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, they were trying to, um, trade Brittany, the, the WNBA player Griner. Oh yeah.
1: The girl who got caught up with weed in Russia.
0: Yeah. They were, so they're trying to trade her for, I think Nicholas Cage's Character, character the guy he plays in russia
1: oh what yeah
0: so <laughs> fun fact lord of war
1: wait so did it go through are they still like no negotiations no
0: nah, i don't think so but it's like yeah they're trying to trade because they knew how bad we wanted her back and i mean this is also going on
3: during uh you know what year did this take place in i watched the movie a long time ago it was happening right now Huh? oh yeah. this is happening right now yeah. this has nothing to do with the movie no man no <laughs> no that
0: guy's been locked up really yeah dang yeah was he russian yeah nicole sketch wasn't russian yeah i know but he, he was based off that guy and based a lot this of this guy do he's a heavy arms trafficker oh i mean he could get you anything like you want missiles he's got missiles like he's got a garage full of them <laughs> yeah like anything you want he's got Damn. And he, yeah, he definitely funded a lot of the wars um, around the world. He actually worked with the U.S. too. I'm pretty sure he supplied the U.S. with arms. Hey, don't say that; they're gonna shut us down. Why? Well, it is what it is. <laughs> give him pirate words. radio. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really kind of what podcasting is. Just go overseas, it. dude. It's pirate radio <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, I better not go to Russia now. Yeah,
3: we didn't work with Nicholas Cage, all right? <laughs> but
0: that's uh
2: funny.
0: Yeah, I'll, it'll be interesting to see how. How this chapter in your uh, professional life evolves from here, and where you decide to go, and uh, yeah, man, you're definitely gonna have to be a recurring guest because I have a feeling people are gonna want to see like what's up with Edgar. History repeats itself. I'll probably get fired again, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I'm excited because you got to find something new. <laughs> you, gotta find
1: something you got to find something new to get fired about because you cannot get fired repeat for the same, same mistakes. Thing. Yeah, that you can't, be bad. can't do that again. It's
3: gonna be sick. I'll probably. Crash a Porsche or something. I don't know.
1: Damn. We get
3: a lot of nice cars in there too. <laughs> Sometimes they come up. Hey, I don't want you to park it, but I'll still tip you. I <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate driving those cars. They're too low.
1: Wait. So then, what? The car just stays there next we, year. We, we have
3: spots in the front, and oh, I'm like, okay. look, bro, leave the keys with us, and I'll I'll only move it if I have to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. Okay. Well, that's not. Emergency vehicle
3: tips like that. I still get tipped out of it, and. uh, but we still charge them. I, I let them know. I'm like, Hey, we got to charge you still because you're still basically getting the service or you can go self park. Most of them go self park, you know, yeah. but sometimes they're only there for like 15 minutes and that's, that's what it is. You know? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Then I yeah 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes were fine. And they gave me like five bucks just to leave it there. 15 minutes to go do something quick. So no problem.
1: Nice. It's not bad.
3: Yeah. Anyways, do your thing. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, with that, we're going to go ahead and call it an episode.
0: And, uh, thank you for joining us. We're going to have to have you back and for anybody listening at home, please have a good day.